Welcome to Is Manifesting Bullshit podcast. I'm Cindy Wittemann and I'm your host. Have you ever wondered if manifesting is just a bunch of nonsense? Join me as I embark on a journey to uncover the truth behind this age-old question. In each episode, I'll dive deep into the world of manifestation, interviewing experts, skeptics, and individuals with real-life manifesting experiences. Together, we'll seek to separate fact from fiction and shed light on the mysteries of the mind's power. Tune in and discover whether manifesting is indeed a powerful tool or just a load of BS. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Is Manifesting Bullshit? Go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, and tell us what you're all about. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Christine Alexandria. I am the founder of Angel Chatter and Angel Chatter Academy. We currently live in a magical little area of Virginia called Williamsburg. And manifesting is so not bullshit. It's just, it's this magical thing we love to fret about and we love to talk about. And it seems so effortless for many, and yet it is so confusing for so many more. But here's some things we can put in our little brains and chew on it, digest, meditate, prayer, whatever you want to talk about it. If you take 100%, think of 100. If you have 51% of your mind focusing on something, you are now overriding all those things that say you can't, you're not worthy, all of those things. So 51%. So start off your day with your I am statements. I am wealthy. I am living the life of my dreams. I am running a very successful little give business. All these things that you wish to do. But here is something that can take your I am statements even to the next level. It's called ask formations. So as a clear channel conduit of the divine, they said, you know what? Affirmations don't always work because we can say these lovely I am statements. I am powerful. And your brain goes, oh, really? Is that a fact? You can say, I am wealthy. And your brain goes, Oh, really? What does that pile of bills tell you? Or how how really how full is that wallet of yours? And we begin to listen to that ego because the ego lives in fear and it loves to control. It doesn't like to ask for things because it's a sign of weakness. So how dare you ask for more? So we are equally brilliant at using questions in that really whiny way. Like, why can't I ever get ahead? <sighs> this is just so frustrating. Why is everything so hard for me? Why is everything I do take twice as long as it's supposed to? And here's the funny thing that happens. The universe hears your question. It doesn't interpret it. It hears your question literally and said, oh, I guess you really do like having things take twice as long to complete. That's okay. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep doing that for you. We'll keep you working twice as hard and make you more frustrated. Why can't you ever make ends meet? Oh, you like the struggle. Okay, well, we'll, we'll just keep the money coming in, but it's going to go out twice as quickly because 
you know, if there's going to be bills or something's going to break down. That's okay. That's what you want because that's what you've asked. Because when we ask these whiny questions, we're frustrated. We're rubbing our face. We're just like moaning and groaning and we're tired most of the time. We're just, we're tired. We're frustrated and we don't look for the answer. So let's use that magic. Let's use that law, uh, one of the laws of the universe. And now let's make it work in our favor. Let's use ask formation. So an ask formation is a positive present tense question using the same exact thing. Same exact formula. Why am I so wealthy? Why is it so easy for me to have my dream job? You don't want to just know about it. You want to have it. You want to experience it. One of my all-time favorites, and it's great for everybody, I still say it to this day, is why is it safe for me to be me? Think about this. Why is it safe for me to be me? So many of us, me included at one point, you know, you see these people in power and you want to emulate them. They inspire you and you even find yourself mimicking them. You know, that's why, you know, celebrities will endorse things because we want to be like them. We want to dress like them, use that hair product, that makeup, that exercise program, because that's the golden ticket. Well, the minute we start trying to imitate somebody, we start losing who we are. And if we continue to do that, we forget the struggle is so real. We forget who we are. And yeah, nobody wants that. It's about being authentic. You know, it's well, really that's, that's obviously that's that's the the ultimate goal. We want to be authentic. We we say we want to be authentic, yes. but sometimes it's so much easier to imitate somebody because. It just looks like it's already been laid out for us. So when we use the ask formation of why is it safe for me to be me, magic really begins to happen. Those mindsets that aren't serving us, that maybe we're doing the 51% that isn't in our favor, we begin to notice them and, go, and we go, well, wait a minute, that's really not who I am. And then, you know, maybe we'll try on an outfit, or we'll try on a different, that metaphorical hat, so to speak. And we realize it doesn't fit quite right. We, right. Might, we might look good in it, but it doesn't feel right on us. So we start so getting you, frustrated with it. So you seem to know quite a bit about ask formations and manifesting and all of these different things, mindset shifts. How did you first come to know about manifesting? And did you initially think it was bullshit or did you right away believe it right out of the gate? Well, as an empath, uh, it's a great question, by the way. As an empath, I was seeing how people were, what they were saying as a statement when they were frustrated. So we had a young man living with us for a bit. Um, and he was just like, I can never hold a job and it's always somebody else's fault. And this kid was changing jobs like more than people change their underwear. So that's when it really drove home. Now, up until that point, I have heard the law of attraction. Of course, I had heard about Abraham Hicks, read a few of the books, and I'd never really thought it was bullshit, but it, it seemed 
like a nice idea, a nice concept, and could never really figure out how to make it work in my favor. Like I did the vision boards. In fact, I even held classes on vision boards, but it was just like, it was still kind of elusive. You know, you, you, you get those little moments where, hey, you know what? Everything I did put on that vision board did come true. What, what was the difference? So some of the differences were setting the intention, being proactive on it. Like one of the things on my vision board was women supporting women, women helping women, not this fighting and clamoring and all these different things that can happen. It was that true supportive collaborative work. And that's exactly what I'm doing now. Same here. Yes, exactly. Same here. It's I set out to make connections and build a network and really get to know people and uplift others and have others support me whenever I need something and whenever they need something, I can help them. And I really looked for that. And I know um, we're both involved with She Rises Studios and it's all about collaboration over competition. And I just love that. I'm not into competing and all of those things. So I'm with you on what you're saying. Oh, this is, and it's absolutely true. So that was on my vision board. It's like, oh, okay. So I manifested that because that's where, that's where I was authentic. I wasn't wishing for something that wasn't in alignment with me. Like I could say, oh, it'd be nice to have a Lamborghini, but do I really want it? Answer's no. You know, so you can wish for something, and this is a fine line when it comes to manifesting. You can wish for something, but do you really, really desire? I mean, does it fill a hole in your heart? Does it does it like light your soul on fire when you think about it? It's like I love gardening. I could have been a great landscape architect. I had a baking catering company years and years ago. I love needlework. I could have done something with all three of those things as a business, but it's a hobby. It's something that's relaxing and nurturing for me. It doesn't ignite me where I want to share it with others other than like, oh, look, at, come look at my garden, come visit my garden. Or, you know, here's a gift of something I made for you. But this is not something I want to do as a business. So I was very conscious of I don't want to make or you know bake things for people the rest of my life. I don't love baking that much. Yeah, I love that it. makes sense. Right? Yeah. You know, so like, I think a friend of mine said recently, she goes, you're always baking. So I love baking. I just don't want to do it for a business. I have no zippo, zero desire to run a bakery. Yeah, it's really important to be able to find your passion, what you really love, and then do that, you know, and exactly. it's great to do those things as hobbies. But if it doesn't light your soul on fire, you're right. It's not the best business. So speaking of businesses, I know you have a very unique business. Tell okay. us a bit about that and how manifesting might play a role in there somewhere. All right. So my business is called Angel Chatter. So years ago, when I was first getting back into my true authentic self, that guess what? I channel, I channel divine energies, Mary Magdalene, the angelic realm, and a whole host of spiritual beings. And I use that gift to help uplift others. Like we offer them tools. When I say we, it's me and the spiritual guides. We offer them tools. Books have been written that are out there. Oracle decks, an exclusive jewelry line, an exclusive aromatherapy line. I teach this. 
And it's because I kept using that ask formation, Cindy, of why is it safe for me to be me? And the more I kept asking, the more the universe said, oh my goodness, she's listening. And they started really putting me in the position, in the place, in the way of women that's who I've worked with primarily as, as mentors to become uplifted, to become more knowledgeable. Some things were very, very logical, like how to run an online school, you know, what components are important. But then others where they're very, very, very spiritually focused and they're amazing and there are no nonsense and they'll get in your face because it's one thing to have a mentor that says, I see you, but let me commiserate with you. That's a friend. A real mentor is going to see where you are, but then pull you along to where you want to be. They see, they have that gift of looking ahead in your future. And that's one of my gifts. I can see what a person has the capability of doing with their life, but ultimately it's up to them on what they want to manifest. How much do they wish to change, shift, transform their life? Or are they just wishing it would get better magically? Yes. And that brings me to another point is some people I've noticed who are totally fine with just bare minimum. They're cool with that. Like, that's fine. And then other and that's, people. And that's totally cool. You know, one of the things I've been saying for years, you know, the ice cream company Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors. We all may want ice cream, but we want our own unique flavor, one that's going to get us excited. Otherwise, we're living in Stepford Wivesville. Every house would be the same. We'd all be driving the same car. We would be wearing the same clothes and it would be such a major yawner because there'd be no flavor, no spice. It'd be, it'd be just so boring. You know, so when we can understand who we are better, manifesting becomes so much easier. That 51% can become 52, 55%. It'll never be 100% because... We've got ego that likes to keep us in check. But we can really begin to understand not only what we want, like desire, not wish and hope it happens, but how to do it. We let go of those crazy, how is it going to happen? And we open ourselves up to the endless possibilities of what could be because we only know so much like you and I didn't know each other one year ago, but That's that didn't, true. right. That didn't mean we didn't exist. We just didn't know about it. We didn't know each other. So That's how many, true. how many concepts are out there that we don't know about? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So what about somebody out there in the audience who's maybe listening, who is wanting to manifest, but they're not really sure where to start? Can you give them a couple of tips on the way that they can kind of release that ego a little bit and release that fear a little bit and, and start to manifest a little by little today? Absolutely. First, I would ask them to really sit and have a, a lovely, not a hard, we'd like to make things hard as it is. Have a lovely chat with yourself. Do I just kind of wish to have this because that's what I think I'm supposed to do? Or do I really desire this? That's the first big, big question. And when you can answer that, you'll be better equipped to go, okay, I really do want X, Y, Z, whatever X, Y, Z may be for you. Then we get into that whole self-love concept. 
oh, if I'm being greedy. I, I can't, you know, that's the ego that says you're not worthy, that you, you're not good enough, or you know what, nobody in your family has ever had such blah, blah, blah. How dare you? I had a student years ago literally tell me, you're getting greedy. I'm like, really? That's interesting. Have I taught you nothing? <laughs> and she looked at me and she blinked her eyes and she went, okay, fine. Um, you know, and she backed off. But it's not being greedy when it's in alignment with who you are. Because again, 31 flavors, right? Different homes, different cars. We're different people. We're different ages. That's so true. Yeah. And so what if a person is trying to manifest and they have that 31 flavor meltdown where they don't have any earthly idea which flavor they want? What do they want in life? What do they want to manifest? Ah, They're not well, that, sure. Well, then they, hire, then they hire a mentor like me to help them ferret out all this stuff because they've gotten so bogged down and they're literally truly confused. Or they can also go, I know I don't know. And this is a great journal entry. They can put a header at the top of the page. I know I don't know, but if I did, what would light up my soul in my life? What could I do to ignite my passions? What could I do to fulfill my soul's mission? What could I experience? Because we have such a hang up on the word manifest because we have gurus. I, I had a client recently that she had read or heard um, Louise Hay say something to the effect that all birth defects were a form of karma, that you were a bad person in a lot past life. And this was your this was your payment. I got so upset when I heard her tell me that because she's a beautiful woman. I mean, she's so giving and so charming and so intelligent, but she had this mindset that she had done something bad. So therefore she was still a bad person and could not live a life that she really desired. She deserved to be of constant service and not experience what she really wanted. So we've been working on that. So there's a lot of really deep stuff in that it's that social mindset that says, oh, you're only good enough if you wear a size six. Well, yeah, that doesn't always work, right? You're only, you know, uh, valued if you live in this size of a house. Well, that doesn't really apply to anybody. So it, it's looking at what really gets me excited. You know, I've had students that got divorced. And that may sound like you got excited because they got divorced. Yeah, because the marriage wasn't working for either of them. And now they are so excited with the direction that their life is taking because they're remembering who they are and what they want to do. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that story. I know it's so interesting whenever you interact with multiple people and you're always trying to, to find out how it is that you can assist them in an independent you know, way that's really going to be impactful. So it's, it's neat that I'm hearing you say that you adjust yours to each client. And that's, I think, oh. a unique gift that is very necessary whenever you're trying to help many, many people. Thank you. It's, you know, don't be me. Don't be you. You know, you know I mean, don't be people that are listening. Don't be Cindy. Um, <laughs> but be you. 
you know, and that's, and when you can sit back and really work with a person and understand what motivates them. Oh my gosh, that's, that's, that's the sweet spot. That's the magic. Yes. Making that impact. So, so important. It is. And, you know, and there's no one size fits all. I mean, we see that term in clothing. So why would that apply in anything? You know, yes, there are certain guidelines that I I do apply when I'm working with clients. And there are certain, like if you come here for a private weekend, there are certain things that we do. But like, so as an example, clients, when they come here, they have four sessions and it's just you and me. Each session takes on a completely different life of its own. And it's crazy, amazing, and wonderful. The most bizarre conversations have come out of my mouth when I'm channeling for them. And there's really no topic that is off limits. And it's it's been wonderful. But that's Very exa- interesting. Yeah, but that's exactly what they need to hear at that moment. That's so interesting. Well, why don't you tell our audience where they can get in touch with you if maybe they want to come to one of those sessions or meet with you or seek out your services? Oh, thank you. Uh, So my main website is angelchatter.com. And so that's where you can find a bit more about me personally, the services that I offer, as well as our exclusive product line. If you would like to study, take one of the courses that that we offer, they would go to angelchatteracademy.com. Awesome. Well, well, thank you so, so much for coming on today and sharing your knowledge with us and, and, and talking all things manifesting. I think that we all have our own unique perspectives. And even though a lot of times we're saying the same things, those things resonate with individuals in a different way when they're stated in a different way. So I really appreciate you and all of your knowledge. Thank you, Cindy, so much for having me. Okay. Thank you so much. And everyone out there, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Is Manifesting Bullshit. And if you want to get the book, you can order it on Amazon. You can get it at Walmart, Barnes and Nobles, just anywhere books are sold online. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week.